y'all. It's my favorite day of the week, Monday. I know, I know, that annoys you, but uh, no, let it uplift you. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. Welcome. Shout out to the homie DJ Nails over there. Nails, how you doing on this Monday? Doing good. Had a great weekend. Had a great weekend. The UFC fight, John Bones Jones, and then saw Creed over the weekend, and then the Chris Rock to- uh, story. How was it? It was actually good. It was actually good. I could tell that <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, with his directorial debut, that this movie it's kind of a tribute to anime, too. Oh. Yeah. Is With he a big fight. anime fan? Yeah, huge anime fan. You can see in the fights, like, you can, like, you've never seen sweat flying off their body like you're seeing it in this one right here, like they do in okay. the anime. It's so dope. So dope. I liked it. I was today years old when I found out that uh, he was an anime fan. So that's dope because that's an element of the movie that I would have, I don't think I probably would have even caught. So I'll make sure to look out for that when I see the film. And you know what? I'm whack for not having seen the film this weekend because it's really important, y'all, to give these black films their first weekend box office sales because that really is what these studios really look at. But if you miss this weekend, try and get in there this week. You know what I'm saying? I'll even buy tickets to a movie I can't even go see just to be a part of their box office sales. But... I understand that that is also because I have a salary and I get a check every month. So I understand. I understand. Uh, Because I definitely haven't been able to do that all my life. But uh, I had a cool weekend, too. Uh, It was my man's birthday. So happy birthday. And uh, the African-American Black Film Festival, they had their ABFF honors. I did not end up getting to go, uh, but it's always a good time in a good room. So shout out to everybody over there. Jeff Friday and his wife, Nicole. They're great. And they have always really done so much for black folks in the film space. And they're actually launching a comedy festival coming up soon. So shout out to them and shout out to y'all. Make sure that you uh, check us out every day right here. And if you miss an episode, all you got to do is go to where you get your podcast and type in the Amanda Seals show and you can catch up. All right. Now that all that business is taken care of, we got to get into the thick of things and talk about some black urine news. What are we telling the people about right now? And there's some leaked audio that shows that U.S. rail workers were told to skip train inspections. Now, of course, you know, on the heels of this East Palestine train derailment, this is like really wild to find out. And also not that Wild, exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about that and tell you the, just the the, it, the nitty gritty, basically, on what that's all about. Uh, what else we got going on? Well, Kiki Palmer, she had a baby and boy, when she announced the name, Twitter lit up. Listen, Kiki is not playing with y'all. Like, there's a lot of folks that are like, I'm not going to show my baby on the Instagrams. So I completely understand that. Kiki is not one of those folks. She was like, this is my baby face. Look at my baby face. <laughs> and then she told us the name and we all were like, yeah. Because her baby's name sounds like an like a legendary, like iconic, like Black History Month black inventor. And we did, they did that all month. So we're gonna tell you about the baby's name, and then we're gonna play a little game in honor of Kiki's son's black AF name. I have invented a game called Guess That Government, and I'm gonna test DJ Nails' knowledge of black celebrities' real oh names. Boy. All right, you all get to play along, so stick around for that. We also got a little relationship time. Topic. I don't know. I heard this on the podcast, and the lady said that the best sex comes from the person that you call bro. What? Well, we'll dig into it a little more, so make sure you stick around right here. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seals Said It, and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show.
y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And uh, we got some leaked audio. Leaked audio is never a good thing, Nails. Ever. <laughs> Especially if you're a U.S. rail worker in 2023. So this leaked audio comes from 2016, where a U.S. rail worker... She said that her name's Stephanie, by the way, Stephanie Griffin, and her job title was Union Pacific Carmen. She told her manager concerns that she was getting pushback for tagging and AKA preparing for repairs, some rail cars. But the manager said it's okay to skip the inspections, basically telling her, <laughs> like, yo, it, 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 it's going to slow us down. We don't need to be slowed down. It's going to look bad for us and it's going to look bad for our numbers. So just yep. keep going. This is not a surprise to me, Amanda, in the world that we're living in right now with these derailments happening in Ohio and in other parts of the country. This is not a surprise. Especially since that was 2016. And since then, train break rules, in addition to this whole situation that she's talking about, have been rolled back under the Trump administration. And mm-hmm. they were never restored by the Biden administration. And then there were hazardous material regulations that were watered down to make the railroad industry more happy. You know, all of this is, of course, to line pockets. And the rate of train derailments has increased so much over the past decade that there have been two derailments every one meter there's sorry one meter hello with two derailments per every one million miles traveled on the railroads compared to 1.7 derailments in 2013 there were 818 train derailments reported in 2022 now, you know, I don't know about you, but I haven't been keeping up with train derailments. And so I had no idea that all of this was going on. And the uh, 447 train cars carrying hazardous materials either were damaged or derailed. And I don't think a lot of us really pay attention, but like there's trains everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like we, mm-hmm. I think, take it for granted, but these trains are moving and grooving. And the fact that they do not have regulation is how we ended up with what's going on in East Palestine. So shout to that whistleblower. And uh, that gives us even more insight into how this terrible scenario went down and how much we are really in danger with these trains causing more havoc. So we're going to keep you updated as we get more information on that. Now let's talk about Ms. Kiki. <laughs> well, first off, her name is Kiki. So let's get that let's get that perfectly right. clear. But congrats to her and her baby daddy, who they had their baby, and over the weekend they revealed their baby's name. Man, when they dropped this name, social media lit up. And as a man, my sister's name is Tishwanda. My niece's name is Levantiana. I love unique names. So <laughs> your face. <laughs> but, Wait, Tishwanda. Yeah, Tishwanda, T-S-H-W-A-N-D-A, Tishwanda. Yeah. And then and, and it's actually after one of my friend, my dad's close friends who was kidnapped and murdered when they were younger. She was taken from the bus stop. Oh my god. And my dad named his daughter after his close friend that was murdered. And then my yeah. sister named her her daughter after her and her baby's dad together. So <laughs> it's Levon. That turned out to be what again? Tishwanda. It's Levantiana. These are Floridians. Yeah, definitely. Let me tell you Florida, about Florida, with, <laughs> Florida ain't playing with y'all and the names. Okay? Florida, Florida is not playing with y'all and the names. Well, either is Kiki. What is? Hold on, let me get my let me get my drum roll. Kiki Palmer's son's name is Leotis, Leotis Andrelton Jackson. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know he barbecuing at the family reunions this, when he gets older. What? 
What? Somebody said that name sound like it led a civil rights march. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Kiki, you are legendary. You and Darius putting this out there. They said they're going to call him Leo. Um, I mean, we love it. It's powerful. It's iconic. And it is black AF. And we love it for that. And in honor of that, coming up next, we're going to play a little game called Guess That Government. When I am going to give nails a celebrity's government name and they are he's going to tell me who that celebrity is because a lot of these black celebs they may have a real basic stage name but their government name is giving you Leotis okay take around right here to the Amanda Steele show and play along with us the Amanda Steele show we up we up we up All right. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, and it's game time. It is game time here at the show. Now, Kiki Palmer, she just had a son, and her and her boyfriend named the child Leotis Andrelton Jackson. And the internets have lit up about the blackness of this name. But you know what? This is not a uniquely black-named future celeb, because you know what? A lot of our black celebs have really unique, strong black names. But we don't get to know their names because they have different names as their stage names. Well, today we're going to learn them in a little game called Guess That Government. All right, (laughs) Nails, I'm going to put you to the test. This designer rapper had a million dollar wedding. His name is Raderick Delantic Davis. Is this Lil Baby? Is this Gucci Mane? Or is this Offset? It is B, Gucci Mane. That is correct. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Your time will be history trying to pronounce this hit maker's name. Nevadius Demon Wilburn. Is this future Lil Uzi Vert or the baby? Say say the name again. Nevadius Demon Wilburn. That's future. Hey. That is correct. Hey, let's go. Let's all go. right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, let's try another one. Her nickname may sound sweet, but her real name is a mouthful. Lanethia Monique Leakes. Is this Lil Mo, Nini, or Sweetie? 
Nini, Nini. That is correct. Yeah, very good. Yeah. A little nervous without it. All right. Your final question. I don't know how y'all are doing in the car if you're getting these right. If all y'all listen on the podcast, if y'all are getting these right. But Nails is three for three, all right? Three for three. Let's see if he can bring it on. <clears throat> Culture Ciari Cephas was the name these two gave their daughter to keep the Black AF names tradition in their family going. Cardi B give you- and Offset. <laughs> yeah! yeah <let's> go. <laughs> and let me tell you, their names are Belcales Marlenes Almanzar and Kiari Kendrell Cephas. So listen, <laughs> that does it for our little game of Guess That Gummit. And I really love that Kiki and her and her man, they have a sense of humor too, because like they didn't take anyone's like uh, jokes that they were making about the name like as a negative, right? I think everybody mm-hmm. was just like, wow, like y'all really did that Happy Black History Month. We <laughs> love it. We love it. All right, well, we are coming up next with a topic that has really kind of surprised me. Somebody said that the best sex comes from the person you call bro. Stick around and find out if you agree with this or not on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Shout out to the homie over there, DJ Nails. Now, let's just let's just dive in. Let's just dive into this. This (laughs) This was on Twitter right here. So Suki Hana was doing an interview on a podcast, and she just dropped this bombshell, and everybody was like, "What?" She said that the guy who you call bro is the one who actually will give you the best sex. Listen to this. Sometimes, okay. sometimes the best come from the nigga we call bro. Say that again. It's the truth. He love you for real. That man that you've been calling bro, that been your friend. Y'all it, yeah, he always there for you. He pull up everything. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Boy, he love you for real. He loves you. He been there four or five different because he love you. He know who you is. (laughs) That be the best. (laughs) People living very different lives than me. I got to tell you, very different (laughs) lives. Very different lives. I've I've never I've never felt that way about anyone that I call bro, or else they would be my man. (laughs) That's basically how that would work. Uh, You know. And, and I, 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 I disagree with her as well. But let's let's be clear, though. We do know this. And there's some people listening right now that thinks this. 
You may not be messing with the bro. You may not even have that cross your mind. But don't get it twisted for a split second that if your bro got the opportunity, that he wouldn't take it down. You know, I think that there is a truth to that with some bros, but I do honestly feel like there are other bros who it's like, they don't look at you like that neither. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like in my younger day, there were dudes that I was like in a, I don't like the term friend zone, but like where like we were just like, you know, acquaintances with. And then I was like, I think I am attracted to them. And they let me know very clearly, like, no, I am not attracted to you in that way. It's like, okay, cool, 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 Great, cool. Let's go play catch. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe me and Nails, maybe we out the loop. Are y'all in the, are y'all on this? Let me know. Give us a call. 1-855-262-6328. That's one 855 Amanda 8. You know we love our phones. That's why we're going to take some calls coming up next. When we get back, we're going to talk about if it's a red flag if a woman doesn't have friends. We've been talking about this all week and we got more calls on it, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We back on the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Monday. Appreciate you so much for being tapped in. 855-AMANDA-8 is the phone number to call us up if you hear something you want to chime in on or maybe you experience something you want to Add your two cents on it, 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8. Now, we got somebody who's calling in right now to talk about the topic we said about a red flag. A woman not having friends is a red flag. Let's go to Brooklyn. I think if someone doesn't have at least one person who they call a friend, it's definitely a red flag. And the red flag could be for many reasons. I mean, the worst one could be a sign of narcissism, like people who don't think they need anybody. The other signs it could be is like they were burned by a lot of people. So that might speak to them being naive, um, having bad judgment, not being that social. And those are things that they may need to work out with a therapist. But I think, in my opinion, anybody who's grown should at least have one friend, even if that's their partner or family member. Um, Mm -hmm. Love you guys. Mm hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I yep. I got nothing to add. <laughs> nothing to add. I feel like that's P-word also too. just which was what therapist. <laughs> you know, that's the one. That's the one. I love that word. Therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, you know the red flag situation is. There's so many different reasons why like something is called a red flag. I mean, a lot of times it's really just that somebody's like in a phase. And we had talked about this before. It's like, I think when people are saying like, I don't have any friends, it's like, that's where they are at that moment in their life. You know, you don't got to plant it. You don't got to plant your red flag and that and die on that hill. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you can mm-hmm. just take your time, cleanse, reset, and, you know, hopefully open your heart. I had a question. Maybe we can flip this and ask mm-hmm. the listeners this too. What's a green flag if you see a, what's a green flag for a friend or a woman that you see sitting out somewhere? What the, give us a green flag. What's some green flags? Yeah, give us some green flags. Um, I mean, this was specifically de- de- dedicated to friends, but give us some green flags. What is what is something that you see with somebody and you're like, oh, OK, I would definitely like to hear that. Give us a call. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Now, coming up next. Oh, yo, Shaka Khan. She got her Quincy Jones on and was keeping it a buck. Talking about the Rolling Stones greatest singers list. And we're going to get into it. Plus the big up let down right here on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
laughing, y'all. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And this right here is the Amanda Seals Show. And we are rocking out with... DJ Nails. Welcome back from the weekend. Yep, we did it. We made it through and we made it back to work on a Monday. That's what we did. It was a weekend of... uh, A lot of stuff was going on this weekend, man. A lot. Chris Rock and... That special came out, so we got to talk about that a little later on in the show. Uh, you know, we got to, uh, big up let down. I'm gonna talk about John ja- ja Morant. We got we just got stuff to talk about. We just got stuff to talk about. We, just, <laughs> we on lows. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, I actually got back on stage this week, and I haven't been, I haven't done stand up yet um, in just like a regular showcase in 2023. But I'm gonna be back on stage, so. You can catch me at the Hollywood Improv tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Yeah, at the 8 p.m. show. Come check me out telling a few jokes. All right. All right. Well, it is always laughs and facts here at the Amanda Seal Show. What do we got up next with Black Current News? Well, over the weekend, CPAC went down and Donald Trump, he was on stage and he said he will not drop out of the 2024 presidential race if he's indicted. I mean, he's many things and CPAC actually has fallen off like significantly. So there's that. But he did like a two hour speech, y'all. He just be there to hear himself talk. That's really what it is. He's just (laughs) trying to hear himself talk. What else we got going on? WNBA players, they're being criticized for wearing fake lashes and hair extensions and long nails. Why they out there? I mean, like, what? Y'all just be always having something to say. Okay. There's always something to say. And you know what? I feel like I need to bring out my character, MC Checkaho, to talk about this. Uh oh. He's got a (laughs) good. Sense because I just feel like I, I could only say so much. So MC Checkaho is going to give his two cents when we get to that one. Speaking of two cents, Shaka gave a lot more than just two cents when she shaded Mariah and Mary J after being placed 29th on the greatest singers list for Rolling Stone. Y'all be taking these lists seriously. Well, we are going to tell y'all the tea from Miss Shaka Khan. All right. Then I have the big up let down. So make sure you stick around for the big up, big up let down. And more. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and <laughs> Nails, you love when the elders speak spicy. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Shaka Khan did it this weekend, too. <laughs> she was on a podcast, and um, she let us all know that she did not like Rolling Stone placing her on number 29 on their greatest singers list. She even shaded Mary J. Blige and Mariah Carey, who placed higher than her. And she had critiques for Mary J. Blige when she covered that classic sweet thing. Listen to this. You would call it the song Mary J. Blige f***ed up. Is that true? Well, I said I didn't say that out in public. I might have said it to her. Okay, but so you did believe but she But I told Mary J. Blige she f***ed it up. Number one, her vocals were flat. And I told her, I asked her, I said, what time of day was it? What were you doing when you decided to cover Sweet Thing? Where were you at when you covered it? Oh, girl, I've been up all, all late and I was at 8 o'clock in the morning, girl. She said, girl, you don't sing nothing at 8 o'clock in the morning. Especially if you have to get up to sing it. If you'd have been up all night smoking crack or something, I don't know. Might have been a, different, a whole different thing. But you don't get up at 8 o'clock in the morning to sing, girl. 
But she and I have that kind of relationship. We can talk. <laughs> I mean... If you've been up all night smoking crack, that's one thing. But if you have to actually get up, then no, you don't sing. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> wow. Wow. And then says, well, we have that kind of relationship. What kind of relationship is that? <laughs> I don't want nobody to have that kind of relationship with me. That's too much truth. Mm-mm. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like it. Did she have anything else to say? No, that that was it right there. That was it. But that was enough. <laughs> that was enough. That was enough. She said that Mariah was at number five. That must be payola or some shit like that. Cut it out. Okay. Like, <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. Aretha, of course, was number one. Um, they put Adele above Shaka, and I actually do think that is egregious. Um, I mean, mm. y'all have to understand, Shaka Khan is one of the greatest voices of all time. And when we're talking about yep. range, we're talking about impact. We're also talking about just like iconic voices. Like she's up there. I think, uh, the thing about Adele too, is that Adele as a white woman is ultimately mimicking the R and B soul sound, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that has been popularized and that was created from the black church, from, uh, the fields, right. From spirituals, mm -hmm. et cetera. So Ranking her above somebody like Shaka who gave her her sound. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't yeah. do it. Uh, Whitney Houston better be high up there on that list too. <laughs> I'm just saying that is, that's the standard there. I mean, listen, Whitney is the greatest. And um, I think that she also, for a lot of people is an iconic voice of not just like our time, but like of all time. Yes. You feel me? Like yep. of all time. You know, there's there's folks that made the list that were kind of confusing to me. Um, and there were also folks on the list that I just like didn't even know, you know. But when they're singing, when they're talking about singers, you're like, oh, is that somebody that we're considering like a, a singer? Hmm, OK, so, you know, it is what it is. But I really am glad to see that Shaka <laughs> is willing to just keep it a buck because that's great radio for us. So, thank you. <laughs> and I also want to hear Mary J. Blige's response to that. You're on the clock, Mary J. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the clock. All right. Well, we will be back right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around and give us a call if you had any gripes with that list. Give us a ring right here at the Amanda Seal Show and tell us your thoughts on the Rolling Stone list. I mean, hey, she opened the door, so we just going <laughs> to kick it all the way in. Hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Shout out to you if you tapped in right now, wherever you get your podcast and you could listen anywhere around the world. All right. Type in the Amanda Seal show in your little search bar and you get us right there. Listen to full episodes. You also get every big up let down that we've done here on the show. And this right now is a special moment where Amanda's about to salute somebody for doing something dope with the big up and somebody's about to get the blows with the let down. Who we got today, Amanda? All right, y'all. Today goes to the Orlando group behind restoring felon voting rights 
has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. The Florida Rights Restoration Committee was nominated by the American Friends Service Committee and Quaker Peace and Social Witness. By the way, this is also the same organization that has a lady who is faking as a Muslim woman when she's really a white woman oh, at their, wow. yeah, in their organization. That's a whole other conversation. That's the, that's the new Rachel Dolezal, but like <laughs> for the Muslims. Uh, but... Nonetheless, uh, they are one of the groups that successfully nominated the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. for his Nobel Peace Prize in 1964. And they said they're nominating the Florida Rights Restoration Committee for their work in building democracy, supporting the human right to representation by government and working towards a better organized and peaceful world. They pushed the Constitutional Amendment 4, which was approved by Florida voters in 2018 with nearly 65% of the vote, and it restored voting rights to more than 1.4 million nonviolent felons in Florida. This is also a big up because it was actually a positive story about Florida, and we never get to do that these days. Yeah. So that is today's. So let's cross our fingers and let's hope they win. Today's letdown goes to Memphis Grizzlies point guard and the thuggish, ruggish bone, (laughs) Ja Morant, who was suspended in at least for at least two games. After he thought it'd be a good idea to go on his Instagram live video at a strip club with his shirt off and display a gun. Mm. Mm. Why? Why? There's not just why. The letdown is because not only was this just not smart and he loses money for it, but it was also. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just like, why are you trying so hard to be hood? Why? So many cats in the hood would have loved to have the upbringing John Morant had. Polo shirts for for private school, okay? (laughs) Two parents every day. Full meals. Full meals. No fear. No fear of their life being taken. John Morant didn't grow up looking over his shoulder for anything other than the Uber that his parents called him to take him to school. You understand what I'm saying? Like, get out of here. So I don't know why he is out here trying so hard. One of my favorite memes that I saw in relation to this was someone said, one day John Morant going to make it out the NBA. Oh, <laughs> damn. Like, he's like the only cat that's trying to make it out the NBA and into the hood and not the reverse. Nonetheless, he actually did put out a statement and said, I'm sorry to my family, teammates, coaches, fans, partners, the city of Memphis and the entire organization for letting you down. The statement also read, I'm going to take some time away to get help and work on learning better methods of dealing with stress and my overall well-being. I know them publicists was up all night trying to craft that one. Listen, do what you do. Stay off the phone with it and get better people around you. Yes. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I immediately. Let down. 
I immediately said this to a couple friends of mine. I'm like, yo, I mean, we don't know what he's going through personally. I mean, because athletes and rappers, they got a target on them constantly. But that does not say, hey, go on Instagram and post up a picture. You are holding a video, a video you holding a gun up on your IG live. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> I saw people like, I don't know what the big deal is. Everybody in America got guns. Cut it out. You know what the big deal is. Please. Right. Okay. <laughs> and at the end of the day, when we see a prominent black man in this position doing that, y'all got to stop acting like money makes you not a black man still. Mm-hmm. They will still come for you. The NRA literally was th- these gun laws that they're moving beyond. Those gun laws were put in place after the Panthers were like, oh, Second Amendment laws, we are allowed to take up arms. And they were like, oh, that wasn't for you. That wasn't for the black mm-hmm. people. So they always make something different for us. So I don't know why people are acting like, well, they got it. We can get it, too. Mm, that already happened. And that's what happened. All right. That was our Big Up Let Down. Thank y'all so much. We will be right back here with the Amanda Seal Show when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all, thanks so much for listening to the Amanda Seal Show. Reminder, if you missed anything from the show, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we're always taking your thoughts and your calls on the topics that we discuss. Call us anytime at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phones and get this caller's comments on the topic about stay-at-home girlfriends. What's your thoughts? Hey, Amanda and DJ Nails. My name is Verna. I, you know what? It's funny. I was having a conversation with my friend about this, and I don't know. I just feel like aspiring to stay at home, it does not seem realistic. But I've also seen online where, you know, they said being a woman, you should be allowed to have the option to stay at home if you choose to. It's, it's a woman's choice regardless. I just feel like for me, it's it's definitely not something that I would aspire to, but to each his own. Thanks, guys. I love your show so much. Bye. To each his own. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, this was just a new concept for me. Stay at home girlfriend was a new concept to me. Listen, I don't want people to get it twisted. It's like, I understand, like we're in our soft girl era. So whatever that means for you. But I just thought it was an interesting thing to say that like you're going to aspire to because at the end of the day, you're still just a tag along. I feel like if you're going to be staying at home, I just want to make sure that you got the security to be able to stay at your own home if you need to. Hello. (laughs) 
<laughs> be, be stay at home single. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I just want to make sure of that. All right. Hit me up 1-855-AMANDA-8 and share your thoughts just like that last caller did. 1-855-262-6328. We are going to come up in the next hour with uh, our thoughts on Chris Rock's Netflix special that hit <laughs> the airwaves this past weekend. Y'all know I'm not going to say too much, but I will say some things. Give it up right here. Keep it locked right here. Stay right here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. Happy Monday, happy Monday. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and comments and specialist. This is the Amanda Seals Show. If you like our theme song, and if you follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals, and you like all my little songs, well, guess what? I started working on an album, finally. People have been begging me, (laughs) DJ Nails, for years. People have been begging me to put together an entire like project of my little ditties on Instagram because I always do these little themes. I do little jingles and theme songs, you know, like denim on denim on denim, denim on denim on denim and stunting on these hoes. Stunting on these hoes. Shooby doo doo doo. And like, uh, you know, the classic, the classic is uh, one that I did when Roseanne Barr was racist on Twitter and got fired from her show. And uh, I did a little song that went, you think you can be racist every single day and we won't eventually come for you and make you pay. But you got the wrong one back. <laughs> you got the wrong one. I like that. I like that. I hear that in the club. It's a classic. I'm telling you. Then we get the choir to come in. You got the wrong one. Listen, it's going to be a hit. It's going to be a hit. It's going to be a hit. So look out for that. Look out for that. Look out for us because we got some Black Girl news for you this hour. What are we talking about? In some wild news out of College Park, Maryland, their mayor resigned before being arrested on 56 counts of child pornography. That might as well be 5011. What? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you know what? We're going to talk about this, and I want to bring up a very important context with this and drag queens. So we're going to get into that. What else we got going on? Putting food on the table will be a lot harder for millions of Americans on the food stamp program starting this month. Listen, this country loves to keep poor people poor. They are continuously moving poor people into poverty, and we're going to tell you how that's going to be affecting folks this month as well. Also, comedian Chris Rock. The homie, he did his Netflix special live from Baltimore, Maryland, and he went ham. He went in (laughs) on Will Smith and Jada, not surprisingly, during the special selective outrage. So we are going to talk about that, and we want y'all to call in to talk about that. So give us a ring, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also, uh, my podcast, Small Doses. This week, we had DC hero Shantae Trumpet. Y'all, this woman was on a DC train. A shooter came on the train, and she disarmed him. She's like a daggone Laura Croft, but in the DC metro. Well, we're going to play a segment and talk to her about what it means to have to do that 
be a hero, and still be a strong black woman. Now stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, this story is pretty disturbing, Nails. I'm going to steal a word from you real quick. It's banoodles. Um, <laughs> you're going to College Park, Maryland. Their mayor resigned before he was arrested on child pornography distribution and possession charges. His name's Patrick Wojan or Wuhan. Um, authorities were tipped off by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children to a social media account within that county that was posting child pornography back in January. And investigators learned it was actually the mayor who got 40 counts of possession of child exploitative material and 16 counts of distribution of child exploitative material. Nasty. You know, exactly. Nasty. And let me tell you, when you see his picture, he looks exactly like what we've come to expect these child molesters to look like. He looked like a white man with a scruffy beard. You know, they'd be showing up when they be, you know, when they be catching them on the catch a predator and they'd be trying oh, to come to a McDonald's wow. to meet yeah. a 13 year old. They all look like this guy. Yep. You know what they don't look like? Drag queens. That's what they don't look like. Mm. And let me tell you, that is like a whole movement right now that they're shutting down drag queen shows because they don't want to groom children. I have yet to see a drag queen be indicted for child pornography or for grooming children. What I keep seeing is the same people that look just like the ones who are trying to vilify drag queens. They're the ones that keep being the actual criminals. Mm -hmm. And you know who else? The priests. And let me just say, a lot of priests and pastors are great people who are using the word to help people through difficult times, to bring community, etc. But because of that, there are villains and criminals and predators like this person who find their way into those spaces because they know it's a trusting space. And so we have to be more aware of those things and less aware of what drag queens are doing, which is really just singing Barbra Streisand with a lot of makeup. And a lot of hair wigs. Okay. Damn. That's Barbara my Trice. two cents on that. Yeah. They're just, they're singing babs. That's my thoughts on that. Uh, this next story, just two back-to-back annoying stories. Hate to break it to you, but nails break it down for the people. Yeah. The supplemental nutrition assistance program, AKA snap, their emergency funding is coming to an end and millions of Americans saw an increase back in 2020 because of this change in law that sunsets these pandemic stimuluses recipients are going to see a few uh, dollars disappear out of their their food stamps, like from $250 all the way to $90. In between that area, that decrease is starting this month, Amanda. Yeah, I mean, they're saying that, like, literally, this was keeping a lot of Americans out of poverty. You know, there's different, like, levels in this whole economic structure, right? There's poverty, then there's, like, poor, then there's, like, lower middle class, then there's middle class, and there's upper middle class, and then there's the 1%, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's, like, the 1% of the 1%. I mean, it's really that. I mean, what do they say, like... There's only like 10 people or something that possess like 60% of America's wealth. And yet we can't provide food stamp support to folks. But again, 
this is what happens when you have, um, you know, a lot of people in government that really don't care about taking care of the people and that think that government should really be used to take care of corporations and to take care of the rich. And whatever they tell you, the truth of the matter is it is a lot of white people that are actually on food stamps. I know they say that black households are going to suffer the most because at the end of the day, if there is going to be folks suffering and black people are involved, we end up taking the lowest end of the stick because we still have racism and other oppressive elements that are being dealt with. But there is a whole like, misrepresentation of quote unquote, like the welfare queen in this country. And a lot of it is white, white people, but it'd be the same white people that will vote against their interests. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not really as well versed on this as I would like to be um, on whether or not there's something that is coming down the pike in the, in Congress or in the Senate to find a way to like reinstate this in some other form of fashion. So I'm going to do some research, but the program has ended and uh, hopefully there will be another one that is put in place. And, you know, we do have a democratic run Senate, so it is possible. So we will look out for that. Now, coming up next, a lot of people have been looking out for Chris Rock's special. Netflix did their first live comedy special, and we are going to talk about it when we return to The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist and somebody who opened for Chris Rock. He is the homie. And, uh, you know, this weekend he did his comedy special selective outrage and nails. Yep. You watched it in real time, right? Yeah. Yep. I was actually on stage when it was, I was on stage doing comedy when it was on. So I didn't get to watch it in real time, but I did see it live when he was here in California in uh, January. And then I got to watch it again and it was basically the same show. So Nails, let us know. What were your thoughts? Well, I liked it. I mean, Chris Rock isn't to me, and I know this is an unpopular opinion, but Chris Rock to me isn't the funniest man in the world, but I did enjoy this special. Um, He had a little pre-show to it where he had Leslie Jones and David Spade and a few other of his SNL uh, comrades that were on the show with him back in the day. They did the pre-show leading up to it. And then he came on uh, at 10 o'clock, did his show. And I can't even lie, man. I I didn't expect him to go at Will and Jada like he did, but he went at him, at him. Listen to me. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody called him a bitch. They called his wife a president. Everybody called him a Everybody. And who's he hit? Me. A nigga he know he could beat. That is some bitch ass shit. Emotion. 
That was Carl so, Thomas right there. <laughs> Look at me. I'm crying. <laughs> Listen, I feel like Chris is usually like very, very like surgical with his comedy. You know, it's very well like aligned. Like I feel like he runs the set so much that it really is sharp and it's about delivery and preciseness. But in this one, I could feel the emotion mm-hmm. coming out when he was saying that B- in the hose. He was not playing around. People were actually weirdly, oddly, surprisingly to me, shocked that he was talking about Jada. And I was just like, why would he not talk about both Will and Jada? Like their unit, the whole situation involved both of them. And ultimately, if you're going to joke, you're going to joke on both of them. But I also will say is that I think it's also crazy that people thought that he should not talk about this. Like I saw people saying like, oh, if you're going to talk about it, your jokes need to be funnier than all the jokes that came before it. No, they don't. It happened to him. (laughs) Like he could have just done a a live podcast. (laughs) I'm saying like it's his experience for y'all. These jokes are content for him. These jokes is therapy. All right. Let that man tell his jokes. And you can tell on stage it was therapy, too, because, boy, he let it out. Like I've never seen Chris Rock stumble over jokes, but he stumbled a couple of times on his own words on stage. And you could tell it was passion behind it. That's why. Yeah. I mean, there's also something to be said for like the pressure of being live. Um, You know, that is not something that I think a lot of folks are used to doing. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty used to it now from just like my days of hosting on TV and stuff. But when you do the real, like we would be live every morning uh, at like 6 a.m. So, you know, Shaka Khan said, don't be singing at 8 (laughs) a.m. But she didn't say nothing about being live (laughs) at 6 a.m. But, you know, ultimately, I think um, this was a really interesting move for Netflix. And uh, Chris is a legend in his time. And, you know, there was some zingers in there that he threw out. Some of the stuff I agreed with, some of the stuff I didn't agree with. It doesn't matter. Uh, But his joke about Chris Jenner calling any black man into her home. (laughs) (laughs) If if you... (laughs) That was spot on. Also, his jokes about his daughters and... You know, just their um, their experience being rich black kids, you know, all of that I thought was really interesting, too. So but again, listen, these are these are our legends, uh, Chris and Dave and Kev. And it's, it's time for some next some next phases of folks to, to level up and get into that space. I'm going I'm to do my, my my due diligence to be part of that group. But shout out to Chris. This is a great feat. And I know he got a great bag. <laughs> Hello. A big bag. <laughs> what did you guys like or not like? Give us a call. 1-855-262-6328. Give us a ring and tell us what were your thoughts on Chris Rock's comedy special. 1-855-AMANDA-8. When we get back, I'm going to take y'all to the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. We're going to talk to a black woman who is a hero. Yes, we love to see it. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. And shout out to you listening to Radio World and shout out to you listening wherever you get podcasts. In fact, if you type in small doses with Amanda Seals, that's actually Amanda's other podcast. And Amanda, this week on your podcast, Small Doses, 
You had Shantae Trumpet. That's the black woman who disarmed a shooter on a DC Metro train, saving the lives of everyone on board too. Listen to this. I thought I was broken. I've had people tell me, you don't have to be a strong black woman. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, first of all, I don't have a choice. Nobody's coming to live life for me. Some people are like, I would be a fall. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Right, you're like, I gotta go get my son. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that? time to be in a fetal right. position in the bed. I am dealing with it. I don't want it to deal with me. Some people are like, I don't know how you're still talking about it. Like, it is not traumatic for me to talk about. I think of the person who you. lost his life. Right. I didn't lose my life. I got out of there. Y'all, her story is crazy. And what was so wild was that after she told us this whole story, she started talking about this and saying that she really didn't have a reaction that she thought she was going to have. Like she thought that after this crazy scenario of like having to take the gun from the guy, the guy jumps on her and he holds her down and then she's trying to get out the train. And then all of the other people on the train jump on top of them and save, you know, try and save it. Then she had to run and throw the gun in the other train tracks, et cetera. So after all of that, it was like, okay, well, Everyone kept telling her, like, you're about to really go through some PTSD over this. You know, you're about to really, like, go into a deep, dark place after this. And she was like, you know, I don't have time to. Mm. I am a mom. I got to go to work. Y'all, she ran back on the train to get her phone because she was going to be late for work and she had to let the job know. Let me tell you about something about black women. We going to continue <laughs> to show up. But if you want to hear more of her story, please listen to the podcast. I really thought that this would resonate with a lot of folks because I think so many of us feel like we can't really feel the thing that's happening. And then if we don't feel the thing that's like happening and it doesn't break us down, we think we're broken. Mm. But the truth is that all of us deal with trauma differently. And I think a lot of us have learned how to compartmentalize and manage trauma. It doesn't mean we're broken. It just means that we have a way of handling things that doesn't cause us to not be able to function in the world that we're in. And I know a lot of black women relate to that. So give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. You remember, you can check out Small Doses wherever you get your podcast, And you can check us out on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV if you want to watch and not just listen. But coming up, we have Candy Burris joining us. We have um, Demona Dixon from Don't Call Me White Girl. So we got a lot of dope stuff coming up on Small Doses. So don't miss it, all right? Now, when we come back, We're going to play your calls on car dealership horror stories. Nails, remember that story about the lady (laughs) in Wisconsin? Yep. Y'all, this white man peed on her driver's license and then put it on Snapchat. Also, why are you still on Snapchat? Like, you a grown-ass man. That's gross. Anyway, we're going to come back. Can somebody go check on him about child pornography? Because why is he on Snapchat? We'll be right back here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Listen, laugh, and learn. That's the three things you're going to do every single day when you listen to an episode of the Amanda Seals Show, whether you're on the radio or the podcast, wherever you get podcasts. Now, remember, last week, we did a story on dealership horror stories, all right? So this caller had a really bad experience when she went to the dealership. 855-AMANDA-8. Again, that's 855-262-6328. Let's go to the phones. So I have a definitely a dealership horror story. Um, I had bought mm. a car. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, by the way. 
So I had bought a Toyota. It was a 2001 or a two. And I had it for probably 10 days, and then the engine went out. Um, The other car I had got from them, because I had to trade that one in, um, right after, I want to say two weeks after, the transmission blew. And when I tried to return the car back to them to get my money, they charged me $300 for a drop-off and a voluntary repo. That was probably the worst experience, and I think I spent over... $5,000 on both cars and just trying to get them fixed. And the cars weren't even that much. So, yeah, that was my horror story. I learned my lesson. My name is Cece from Mm. Columbus. Cece from the 614. Hey, Cece from Columbus. I wonder (laughs) what her lesson was that she learned, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, was it that she wasn't properly vetting the cars before she took them? Um, You know, was she too trusting of the dealer? Because ultimately, if you took that first car and it was messed up, I don't know that I would take another car without... Being like, okay, wait, 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 y'all. Let me see. Does it cross all the T's and does it dot all the I's? But again, if you need a vehicle, you just like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta, I gotta make moves. But that that dealership experience can very much be stressful. So I hope that CC did get a new ride. I hope CC is is riding while she was listening to us. I hope she was riding and getting there where she was needing to go safely. Also, she need to bring her cousin who works at the dealership with her next time. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got somebody that you know that work at a dealership or if you got somebody that know how to fix a car, you know, they got that cigarette hanging out the bottom lip and they know how to fix a car. You got to bring them with you too. bring them with you. All right. Now, coming up next, I have a question for you guys. Do you tip for DoorDash? Is it a rule for you or is it only based on the service? there was a DoorDash driver who was not happy about not getting a tip. And I want to find out if he's right or if the customer's right. Because, you know, they say the customer's always right. But we know that's not. <laughs> all right. Stick around. Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got all that coming up next hour at the Amanda Seals Show. been here all day at the Amanda Seals show bringing your Monday in with the right type of vibes. I'm Amanda Seals your favorite comedian and comment sense specialist remember follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals and you can follow me on YouTube and subscribe at Amanda Seals TV and I am joined by DJ Nails. Nails what's good? What's good? What's good? Back from the weekend you know Arnold was here in uh, Columbus this weekend so it was a lot of moving and shaking downtown this weekend <laughs> Arnold? Yeah, the Arnold Classic. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he has this big classic every year at the convention center where it's like a weightlifting, uh, bodybuilding thing. And then there's also other extreme sports going on. It's a bunch of different people. It's like kind of like a fitness thing and Comic-Con combined in a sense. Oh, okay. Wow. And did you go? I popped up at, uh, it was a slap, a a little slapping tournament they had. I went and saw that live. It was so lit. (laughs) God, the slapping tournament be wild to me because I'm like, how do you find out that you were good at that? Like, how do you find out you good at giving the slap? But how do you find out you good at taking the slap? Like, what makes you be like, you know what? I want to do that. 
I want somebody to slap me and I want to slap them back. That's a very interesting path to take. They be getting sponsors and all type of stuff. Yeah. Like it's a real thing. So I'm just like, and they be up there with a full face of makeup. That's the other one that be cracking me up. They be in the slap contest. The women be having a full face of makeup only to get the lashes slapped off their face. And I just don't understand it. Like you don't need blush because it's going to hurt. And that face is going to red up real quick. All right. Uh, coming up next, we got some black hair news. What are we going to be talking about? Our first story, man, President Biden, he went down to Selma and paid tribute to civil rights activists and the late, great John Lewis on Bloody Sunday anniversary. Yes, we're going to talk about that. And also just the fact that it's still named the Edmund Pettus Bridge. So we're going to get into like why that is and, you know, if there's any plans to change it. Also, I got to ask y'all, like, do you tip for DoorDash? There was a door. There's a video that's going around the Internet of a DoorDasher who was not happy that a customer did not tip them. And it really started the conversation around, like, should tips be expected or is that just something that you get if you feel like this that you give if you feel like the service has been exceptional? I want to find out from you all because I want to get a gauge on what our tip etiquette really is at present when it comes to these delivery services. We also got the big up, big up, let down. So find out who is going to get the big up and let down. And let me give you a hint. It involves John Morant. So stick around to find out which one he's getting a big up or a let down. Remember to stay connected with us 24 seven on all social media at seals said it and give us a call. one 855 Amanda eight. That's one 262 6328 Listen, laugh and learn. Give me a seal show. Amanda Seal show. We have been holding y'all down on this Monday like we always do. We've been here for about three and a half hours. Shout out to everybody who uh, came and saw me do stand-up at the Improv this weekend. You can also check me out on Tuesday. I will be at the Hollywood Improv in Hollywood, California on Melrose. 8 p.m. show. Come on out and get some laughs. All right. Now here we always try and give you some laughs and some facts. We got some facts to share with you about what went down this weekend in Alabama. You know what? You're doing a show on Tuesday, which is actually the 60th anniversary of the real Bloody Sunday. And President Biden, he was in Selma to pay tribute to civil rights activists and the late great John Lewis on what they would consider the anniversary because they do it on a Sunday every year. So they uh, he did homage and he he it's did a speech on a Sunday. Obser- there you go. Observance of Bloody Sunday. And he commemorated the civil rights movement that led to the passage of some landmark voting rights on one side of the Edmund Pettus Bridge, which is still named Pettus Bridge, which blows my mind, the KKK member. But he did a speech for about 20 minutes, and then, you know, he did the arm lock and walked across the bridge like they've done in years past. Now, the bridge, like like Neil said, is still called the Edmund Pettus Bridge, even though, of course, Edmund Pettus was like a terrible person. Uh, and then, you know, I was like, well, why haven't they changed the name yet? Because we've seen that there's been a lot of like name changes for like schools and they're taking down statues, et cetera. But then we had to remember this is Alabama. OK, <laughs> this is Alabama. They're going to hold on. So, y'all, there was a bill that passed in the Alabama Senate last year to change the name of the bridge. But guess what they're changing the name to? They're just adding Foot Soldiers Bridge. So it would be the Edmund W. Pettus dash Foot Soldiers Bridge. That, come on. Get somebody else to do it. That's that's not that ain't it. That ain't it. It needs to just flat out be the John Lewis Bridge. 
That's it. Yep. But, you know, we'll we'll have to put in some more bills for our Alabama folks. Got to put in some more bills to get that change happening. But, you know, this is a country where they're trying to take away. I, what was it in Tennessee? They were trying to change the name of a street from like John Lewis Street or Martin Luther King Street to like Donald Trump Boulevard. Like that's what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep up the fight. We got to keep up the fight. But uh, of course, if you have not seen the film Selma, it's a you know great way to catch up and get some get a quick history lesson on what took place on Bloody Sunday so many years ago and the civil rights folks that put their bodies on the line for the for folks to have the right to vote in Alabama. Now coming up next, uh, DoorDash delivery folks be putting their body on the line to get you your food to your doorstep. Do they deserve a tip? Well, there's a delivery guy who felt that way, but I'm curious to find out if you all feel that everybody deserves a tip for DoorDash or if it's just for good service. Come back right here to the Amanda Seal Show and share with us your tip etiquette. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Nails. Yes. Do you do you do a lot of food um, ordering, like food delivery from like DoorDash or Uber Eats? Hell yeah. <laughs> Too much. Listen, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed because like they have to go through like our like gate for our community. And I'd be like when they I feel like when the guard calls, he's like, another food delivery. Like, like, don't you got a kitchen? Like, I feel like that's what he means to say. Like, you can't cook in your kitchen. Like, what's the point of having that kitchen if you ain't going to cook and you're going to keep ordering? Nonetheless, I order as well. And I saw this video going around the internet of this DoorDash driver. Y'all, he called a customer three times when they didn't tip, like stood outside the door and called and was like, yeah, yeah. you." And so the third time when they, and the customer finally answered, he was like, yeah, yeah, you didn't tip. You didn't tip. And they were like, yeah, we're, I'm not going to. And he hung up and was pissed <laughs> and like hit the door. Like literally was like, Doo! and hit the door and like walked off. Now, by the way, if you do that, you definitely wasn't going to no tip. Okay. By the no. third time, you're not going to tip. <laughs> but my question to you, Nails, is do you always tip? I do. I do. I tip before they even deliver the food because I don't want to give them no reason to mess with my food or make my food late yes. or nothing. And then they'll ask you, like, do you want to give an additional tip? Right. I feel mm-hmm. like I, th- I feel like they make it so easy for you to tip. Like it's like you said, like it's right built into when you are like making the order that I don't yep. see why not. And also at the end of the day, like people are literally like doing a service for you. They're getting in their car. They're going to get the stuff. They come and bring it back to you. And then don't let it be raining. Or like actual inclement weather, you know, then I'm feeling like, oh, my God, I got to tip you even more because I feel like you just really out here doing the Lord's work, doing the (laughs) Lord's work. But you know what? A lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people are just like, listen, I could barely afford this food at the base rate. Mm. And now I got to pay the delivery fee. Now I got to pay the taxes. And now you want me to also tip you like, ain't you getting paid for this from these people at DoorDash? I want to hear from you all what you think. And you know, America is one of the few places that is really about tips. Did you know that? Like overseas, it'll be tipping. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised America is one of the <laughs> meanest places. <laughs> Just <laughs> Yeah, overseas, they be like, yeah, like you brought us the food. Great. Don't you have a job here? Isn't that part of the job? Like, <laughs> so let me get your thoughts, man. 1-855-262-6328. 1-855-AMANDA8. And like, do you think tipping is OD at this point? Like, you know, because I feel like they definitely be putting on their like, 
30%. I'm like, golly. <laughs> They've even gotten slick and got a little edit button where you can customize your tip. And they want to get you to give them a thumbs up and thumbs down. All that stuff. I do all of it. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. But you know what? You're getting a service. So I want to hear from you all. Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. When we get back, we got the... Big up, big up. Let down. So don't move right here from the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Wow, I was about to call myself Amanda Diva. I was about oh to. Oh my God, wow. I heard it. I heard wow. it. <laughs> I heard it. Wow. Y'all, that was my name for a long, like for 10 years, but like I have not referred to myself as Amanda Diva since 2000 and what, like 12? Long, long wow. time ago. Long, time, was, long, long time ago. That was trippy. <laughs> that was trippy. Anyways, this is Amanda Seals. Uh, and uh, you're listening to the Amanda Seals Show. We're about to sign off here with DJ Nails. Thank y'all for listening to the show today. If you miss anything we're talking about, listen, we talked about John Morant, who want to play gangsta, so you want to be a gangsta. We talked about Chris Rock's stand-up special in honor of Kiki Palmer's son's black AF name. We played a game <laughs> called Guess That Government. And we talked about a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you missed any part of the show, just check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also check out the latest episode of my other podcast, Small Doses, where you ever get your podcast and also on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Also stay connected with us at social media at Seals Said It. You can also keep those calls coming too. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Again, I'm going to say it for you so you can save it in your phone, in your phone book under Amanda Seals' name like she your home girl. All right. 855-262-6328. All right. Coming up on Tuesday's show, we'll have all your black and red news. Plus, residents of Oklahoma will cast their votes on whether to legalize recreational Mary Jane for use by adults over the age of 21. And LL Cool J, he gives advice to the bros. He says no woman is going to be happy with you chasing her all the damn time. All right, we'll unpack that and more. Plus the big up letdown and your calls. We'll get into that Tuesday right here on the Amanda Seal Show. I'm not sure if I'm taking any advice from Ella. Ella ain't had to live in the real world since he was like 16. You know what I mean? Like he been rich since 16 and living a whole other rock star lifestyle. Might don't make it. So it's like, I don't know that he's the one to listen to for advice on getting a gal. I don't know, man. He was the one who said when he was alone in his room, sometimes he stared at the wall and in the back of his mind, he heard his conscience calling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was 16. He was a saying. Y'all, that is it for us today. Remember that we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. So keep your eyes open on how you can help somebody today. All right? All right. Stay safe, and I'll see you on a Tuesday. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.